Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. Coming up in this episode... I'm nervous. If it wasn't for me, we wouldn't be here. No. Just no? Yes, just no. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be here. There's a bit more to it than that, isn't there? Used to have put someone else, and now here we are. Writer Nick Hornby discusses his new short-form drama series, State of the Union, and... What is America? America is, we've been told, the land of the free. So tell me that. What is more American than the purge? Jeremy Gold and Marcy Wiseman, co-presidents of Blumhouse Television, discuss their expanding slate of shows and the growing popularity of anthology series. But first, a rundown of some of the news highlights from C21 Media this week. Bob Greenblatt was confirmed chairman of Warner Media Entertainment, a new group created after telecoms giant AT&T saw off US government attempts to derail its $85 billion takeover of Time Warner. Greenblatt, a former NBC Entertainment chairman, will have overall control of the combined HBO and Turner businesses, as well as the direct-to-consumer streaming service Warner Media's lining up for launch later this year. The upheaval saw Carrie Ann Tholis, president of HBO miniseries and Cinemax programming, following HBO CEO Richard Plepler and Turner boss David Levy out the door, while Warner Brothers chairman and CEO Kevin Sujihara gained responsibilities for Turner's kids' networks and digital focused Otter Media. CNN boss Jeff Zucker added sports to his portfolio while Gerhard Zeiler, president of Turner International, was elevated to Warner Media chief revenue officer. Elsewhere, with Disney's $71 billion acquisition of Fox expected to close later this month and staff at both companies braced for job cuts, the Mouse House continued to set its new senior team in order. Former Warner Brothers Television Group president of business and strategy Craig Hoonigs was appointed president of Disney Television Studios, while Netflix director of original series Termina Jaffa was named Senior Vice President of Business Affairs for Content and Marketing at upcoming streamer Disney+. Over at Netflix, Vice President of International Originals Eric Barmack stepped down to set up his own production venture and was replaced by Bella Bargaria. In other news, former Zodiac and Banerjee executive Jan Salling was made head of BBC Studios Nordics Productions, overseeing formats in the region. And Peter Fincham, co-chief executive of Expectation Entertainment in the UK, was named this year's recipient of the International Formats Gold Award to be handed out at MIP Formats in April. The prize will be presented on Saturday, April the 6th in Cannes during a gala dinner at Club C21, where Fincham will be guest of honour. That's just some of the news from C21media.net this week. Delve into the site for more on all those stories and hundreds of others. Nick Hornby made his name with novels including Fever Pitch, High Fidelity and About a Boy, all of which were adapted into highly successful movies also. He remains among the UK's greatest contemporary authors, but now he's turned his attentions to short-form television drama with State of the Union, a series of 10 10-minute episodes for Sundance TV in the US. The show, from Seesaw Films and Endeavour content, stars Chris O'Dowd and Rosamund Pike and is directed by Stephen Frears. I sat down with Hornby and asked him about the story and what attracted him to the format. State of the Union is about a couple um, who are um, going into marital counselling and it's 10 10-minute ten episodes 
and each episode centres on the 10 minutes immediately before marriage counselling. They meet in a pub, um, they talk about last week's counselling, they talk about the things that happened during the week, they get endlessly sidetracked and it ends with them knocking on the door of the counsellors, so you never go into the room. Chris had just been in um, a movie of one of my books, Juliet Naked, so I'd met him when they were shooting. Rosamond, we worked together on an education and I'd always been impressed by um, uh, her comedic talents, which she's not often given a chance to show. Um, so she's a, a neighbour as well, so I, I see her every now and again. And Stephen Frears um, directed High Fidelity and has remained a friend ever since then. Um, pretty much they had to be friends because we were offering no money. I found uh, the right voices for the characters quite quickly and, um, and the mood of the programme quite quickly. So um, after that it was kind of a pleasure to write and, and I was writing them. Um, you know, whenever I was in between other things. It was inspired a little bit by an American series called High Maintenance, which was on Vimeo and, and 10 minute episodes. And I thought, wow, you know, one of the really interesting things about digital life is that anything can be any length. And that um, I wanted to see if I could write a 10 minute episode. Um, and I was waiting for a whole lot of other projects to become unstuck and I had like six weeks or eight weeks. I couldn't start a novel. Um, I couldn't get on with the next draft of this because the director hadn't given me notes and we're waiting for funding for that. So I thought this would be an ideal time to try. And um, like a lot of divorced people, I myself have been to marital counselling um, and, uh, and I thought that's quite an interesting form because you could write elliptically about something um, that people usually try and write about directly. Obviously it's, it's over before it's begun, um, a 10 minute script, so um, you have to sort of squash, squash a few more bits in um, which had somehow got missed out in the process, uh, if you see what I mean. That, um, it's very easy to write a 10 page conversation. Um, that's, that's over in no time. But if it's directionless and it hasn't included any of the information that you need somehow to convey, um, then, you know, I, I guess it's, it's like a 120-page screenplay, except every word has to count for 10 times more rather than five times more or three times more or whatever it is you normally do. Uh, so it felt fine. It felt like a natural... Medium. Nick Hornby discussing State of the Union coming up shortly on Sundance TV and Sundance Now in the US. That's just a small extract from a C21 TV video interview you can watch on our site right now. Also featuring Seesaw Films Chief Operating Officer Hakan Kuseta and Head of Television Jamie Lawrenson. From short form to anthology series now, Blumhouse Television, the studio born out of the horror impresario Jason Blum's Blumhouse Productions, with backing from ITV Studios two years ago, is behind shows including HBO's Sharp Objects, Into the Dark for Hulu, and USA Network movie spin-off The Purge. Jeremy Gold and Marcy Wiseman are co-presidents of the company, and they told me how its slates evolved and why today's TV landscape is ripe for anthologies and stories that draw on traditional literary devices. We now are a fully independent, well-capitalized television studio with all the infrastructure that that entails, and we deficit finance series. Um, and we're working across scripted series, non-scripted series, and documentary films. 
and all with a slightly broader filter than the very successful Blumhouse feature brand, which really is traditionally a lower budgeted horror and thriller brand. We're doing dark genre, and some of it is horror and thriller, but really it's much broader. Um, Marcy coined a very good phrase, which I'm going to let you say. <laughs> we like to say at Blumhouse Television, it's not just about monsters under the bed, but also the things that keep us up at night. So that's given us an opportunity to explore subjects that have um, resonance in kind of our daily lives uh, and explore kind of real world situations. In summer of 2018, we kind of I'm launched a barrage of series starting off with Sharp Objects. We still do a lot of genre programming. We have a terrific series on Hulu called Into the Dark. It's a monthly anthology series, kind of a new series format. We release one episode, which is really a self-contained film, the first Friday of every month. And the episodes are uh, connected to um, holidays. The Purge is an incredibly important franchise, both for Blumhouse Productions on the film side and also for Universal. The great James DeMonaco was prescient enough to come up with this idea and create The Purge several years ago, and there have been four very successful Purge films, and each one did better than the one before. Marcy and I were gifted with the terrific opportunity slash challenge of adapting The Purge to television in partnership with USA Network. Season one has uh, already aired and um, thankfully was very successful and rose to USA's number one drama and it's been ordered for a second season, which we are currently preparing. What is America? America is, we've been told, the land of the free. So tell me that, what is more American than the purge? I think there's um, several reasons that the anthology series has made a comeback. One is in our world of binging and binging material, Sometimes for the consumer, the audience, there's a real responsibility. I've watched the first three, I have to watch the next seven so I can talk about it with my friends at work. Whereas if you're watching an anthology series and you're watching something where there's perhaps a standalone or it's just one season and done and then you're on to the next season which is a totally different story, it's a little more snackable, if you will. I also think that this concept of kind of chapterized, novelistic mm -hmm. storytelling has really come of age. And whether you're telling a story that is based on underlying material like Sharp Objects, many books that are translated into films are often considered not as good as, as the book. But the true way to tell a great novel is to give it the time that you get in serialized storytelling that comes often with anthological series. And so I think that there's, there's a depth of storytelling and a completion of arcs that people feel like, okay, that's a complete meal and I'm ready for the next piece of it. And whether that's a continuation of the story like another book in the series mm -hmm. or whether it's moving on to something that's thematically similar, I think we're getting back to kind of some of the origins of storytelling that really emanate from, you know, the written novel. Jeremy Gold and Marcy Wiseman from Blumhouse Television. Again, that's just a small extract from a C21 TV video interview you can watch on our site now in full. You'll find hundreds of others with recent episodes featuring the likes of director Robert Rodriguez, writer David Farr, Amazon Europe boss Georgia Brown and Netflix head of children Melissa Cobb. 
We'll have more for you next week, but in the meantime, don't forget to stay up to date with all the latest industry news by following C21 online, on Twitter and on mobile. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 